Hey, and welcome to episode 14 of the International Solidarity Movement podcast. In this episode, we speak to Rashid Kudari of the Jordan Valley Solidarity Campaign. The Israeli state has wanted to annex the Jordan Valley since it occupied it in 1967. In 2021, Netanyahu announced final plans for the annexation of the valley, an area which makes up one third of the West Bank. People in the Jordan Valley resisted strongly against these plans, and there was an international outcry. Thankfully, the plans have been shelved for the moment, but the people of the Jordan Valley are under a constant threat from settlements expanding onto their land, from the violence of the Israeli settlers, from the closures of of the Israeli military, which make most of the valley inaccessible to Palestinians, and from the constant demolitions of Palestinian property which are carried out by the Israeli army. Jordan Valley Solidarity works to support the steadfast resistance of people in the Jordan Valley, to rebuild the schools and homes that have been demolished, and to celebrate the beauty of the Jordan Valley. Rashid talks about taking strength for the struggle from the natural world and the beauty of the land. And now over to Rashid to talk about life in the Jordan Valley and about the campaign uh, in solidarity with people living there. I'm here with Rashid from Jordan Valley Solidarity at the beautiful house that you've built in, in Badala. And I wondered if you could uh, tell me about the Jordan Valley Solidarity campaign, um, about what, you, what you've been doing in the Jordan Valley, when it was established, and uh, yeah, why there's a need for a solidarity campaign for the communities in the Jordan Valley. Uh, first, the Jordan Valley Solidarity Movement established in 2003. Me personally, I started uh, joining since 2006. Uh, we as a Jordan Valley, we are a network of Palestinians, uh, farmers from different communities, uh, Palestinian uh, uh, Farmers Association with uh, international solidarity and support and international volunteers. We work even with the Palestinian Trade Union. Uh, our main goal uh, from in our movement is to divide our population in the Jordan Valley to make him stay and resisting there. Uh, why the Jordan Valley uh, movement and why the Jordan Valley special area? Uh, first, the Jordan Valley region and area is very important and strategy for our uh, Palestinian people in the whole region, in the Palestine, in the West Bank. Because it's very rich of resources in the Jordan Valley, a huge field and a huge land, which is really very rich land. And uh, it's very rich of water resource in the Jordan Valley. Even it's the main our uh, border to travel from all West Bank. It's only from Jordan Valley uh, to the Arabian, to Jordan country. From Jordan, we can travel to any place in the world. Because in the whole population in the West Bank, we are not allowed to travel from Israel to any country. Even thousands or maybe millions of Palestinians, even they are not allowed to enter to Israel. Uh, and the Jordan Valley area for us, it used to be before our main Palestinian breadbasket, reducing the whole kind, especially of vegetables. And before 196, even before the occupation and the war, it was the Palestinian population 
in the Jordan Valley, more than 300,000. Now we are only just 56,000 who still resisting and living in the whole Jordan Valley. And there is thousands of Palestinians who's refugee. Uh, thousands of people after the war, after 67, the Israeli uh, policy and Israeli challenging that they use it against our community and against our people, making a lot of our people getting out of the Jordan Valley through using uh, different policy uh, and displacement, most of our population outside of the area of the Jordan Valley. Again, why the Jordan Valley? It was the Israeli they put this strategy and the plan before even they occupied the area, what, what we call it the 67, which that occupied it in the 67. And now the Israeli, since the 67 until now, they built 39 Israeli colony in the Jordan Valley. They built more than 20 army base and army camp in the Jordan Valley. Uh, even they control the main water resource through the Israeli company that they created in 1937, which they call it Mikarot Company. This company, they built more than 20 water wells and taking the whole our water resource under the ground and control it just for the Israeli settlers. Which that's mean even we are not allowed as a Palestinians living in the Jordan Valley to have the drinkable water. This is not one of the main apartheid system the Israeli they created in the Jordan Valley, without respecting even the international law, without respecting the humanity being, and trying to use the water as a weapon and as a gun to displacement our people and kick him outside of the Jordan Valley. And in the same time, if you're looking to the Israeli settlers in the Jordan Valley is totally so green, big swimming pool, having good economic and good agribusiness there, especially dates, flowers, vegetables, grapes farm, they have the settlers, which most of this kind of a product, the settlers, they export it outside in the world, in Europe, in the UK, in the United States, everywhere. They have like a free land, free water, they have a huge fundraising from Israeli government and from different international government to occupy our land, not just to build this kind of agro-business. Uh, in the same times, we are, as a civilian, under occupation, not having any kind of right. Our right of water, we are not allowed to have water. Our right of health service, even we are not allowed to build in the Jordan Valley any kind of hospital or health clinic. Our right of education, even we are not allowed to build the schools and not allowed to go to the school inside the Israeli colony. This is kind of what we need as a humanity being, even Israeli government, they don't respect. And this is why maybe it's established the Jordan Valley Solidarity, because we need any kind of help and support for our communities, for our people, for our farmers, for our women, our children, to support what we need to resist. And exactly what we are doing, we built six schools in different village and community in Area C. Uh, we built uh, two healthy clinics in the Jordan Valley. We built and renovate more than 200 houses from north to the south of the Jordan Valley. We built four pipe, 
line of water to bring water from village to other village where family not allowed to have a water. And we try to have more international solidarity and support because even we as a Palestinians, we work mostly as a volunteers work. And we need more hands. We need more internationals to join our work. Uh, we need more international who can help us in writing articles, report. We need more international who can support our farmers, uh, working with our farmers to harvest, to plant. Uh, and even there's too many things what's international they can do. Especially for us, it's very important for international to see the fact about the occupation, about this kind of uh, conflict. Uh, how the Israeli government and Israeli soldiers and even the Israeli settlers council how they are dealing in our really life for confiscating our cars sometimes even confiscating our tractors in when we are going to work in our field or in our farm and even how they came to destroy our structure and our house or our school because all this Israeli doing we don't thing is the whole people in the world they know about it and this is why it's very important for international to come even they can help for recording for filming taking pictures and uh, publishing or sharing this kind of information with the people in the world and even trying to do something for the family who lost his house or for children who lost his schools uh, even we have different kind of activities like uh, planting the trees, sometimes organizing uh, walking uh, trial, like a bath where Palestinian and international they can be crossing uh, the area to enjoy the natural, to show them our plant, our beauty in the Jordan Valley, and even they can learn uh, cooking in the wood, cooking with our women, uh, the Palestinian food, that's something for us even it's very important uh, to share it to show them even we have a life if we are under the occupation if the Israeli stealing our culture our land our water stealing everything but they cannot steal our resistance they cannot steal that we still we can teach the people about our life and about our beauty life in the Jordan Valley uh, to show them uh, because most of people they think we don't have a really life. No, we have a life. We have a children. We, we even trying to use this kind of education like as seeds to show people how we are resist and how we are sharing our hope and our power through all this kind of our project and our uh, activities work in the Jordan Valley. You were saying in the car on the way here that. Um... Yeah, very often um, people from the Jordan Valley and in Palestine in general, they talk about the um, the situation with the Israeli occupation, the attacks of the Israeli forces on Palestinian people. But it, it sometimes um, it's good to well, it makes people forget about talking about the uh, the beauty of, for example, life in the Jordan Valley. Um, so, I mean. The Jordan Valley Solidarity Campaign tries to preserve and document the like the cultural heritage and natural heritage in the area, right? Yeah, um, yeah. We create a bath uh, from a village uh, called uh, Hammamat Al Malih. Uh, 
تو اذر فيليج كول عين الحلوه اند وي كول ذا باث عربيك يلا من المالح تو عين الحلوه ان ذيس باث بيفور وي ستارتد وي ميك بيج ريسيرش which uh, which we make it with mostly volunteers Palestinians uh, from university and activities uh, groups who join us even some uh, teachers from uh, schools and even we used to go uh, to the mountains to take pictures for this kind of a plant and even trying to learn about the name and why they name why they give this kind of name and even we try to learn from the plant which we know or if we don't know if they use for any kind of thing like some kind of a plant we have it we use it for uh, medicine and the same we learn about animals and we uh, writing about all this kind of animals in the area uh, we collect the story of the place why it's called this village Hammamat al-Malih Hammamat it's means shower Mm-hmm. And the malih it means salty. And when we call it hamamat shower, it means uh, it was many kind of shower. Which that's it was a truth. Was in this village seven showers, which is like a swimming pool because the water in this community it was coming from the natural spring water, which is hot water, which is good for uh, the skin. And people they was use it as a medicine when they have a problem in the body or in the skin. And was a lot of people came from different area to this uh, place. Me personally, the last time I swimming in this place in 1998 with my parents and my family and friend there, and it was very beautiful valley with full of water. Uh, in this uh, project, we try to bring people. Yes. to see the natural, to see the beauty of the Jordan Valley. But even the we was planning to build in this uh, project a tent where women, they can produce all uh, women hand make stuff or women uh, food that they make it to sell. That's really they come, they destroy this tent. And even they confiscate my private car and they keep it for two months later, they give it back after when I paid 2,175. And even, yeah, uh, this is what's happening. Which that means even the Israelis, they don't give us the right of beauty to enjoy our natural, to hiking, to go for a walk, to enjoy the plant, to enjoy uh, our uh, time, especially in the spring. Mm-hmm. This is what they start trying to still. And they change even some area, or they create some area, which they call it close military firing zone and forbidden to enter to this area and in the same time they make it as a natural spring uh, as a natural park and in the same time we are not allowed to enter without having a permission from Israeli military not even from the Israeli uh, natural organization mm-hmm. you know it's and all this kind of name for Israeli government and Israeli authority is just to control the land and our resources just for the settlers mm-hmm. even everyone in the world i'm sure they are in love with nature mm-hmm. and they don't have any problem with nature but the israeli government even they have the problem with the natural reserves area why because since 
2014 until 2020, there was every year, especially the settlers from April to June, the summertime, they burn the natural area, mm-hmm. which that means they kill a lot of seeds. In this time, in the years, there is a bird we call it Shinnar. Some people they call it Al-Hajil. We have a gazelle. They give the baby mm. from April to June, mm. which that means when they burn it, they kill the seeds, which that means maybe some kind of a plant. We cannot find it again. They kill a lot of animals. Why? Just because they don't want our shepherd taking his sheep or goats or cow to the mountain to feed it from the natural. Even this kind of animals, they, they spread the seeds mm-hmm. of a plant, which mm-hmm. is good for the natural. But even they use the natural area to displacement our people without respect even the natural or the plant and the animals. This is what they do for our people and our humanity, you know, when they kill or shooting or when they destroy our house or our school or our water. This is why it's very important to talk about it because we don't want even people in the world to be silent. Mm-hmm. And we talked a bit about international support and about um, like volunteers coming here. But in the past, I know there have been big campaigns outside of, of Palestine to boycott Israeli goods in supermarkets and to um, particularly to boycott uh, Carmela Gretzko, um, which was the Israeli state-owned national exporter that was exporting goods from <clears throat> particularly from the valley. That company was liquidated, but there are um, many other companies like Mahadrin and Galilee uh, that are still exporting from, from the Jordan Valley. Um, what would you say about the importance of these, these boycott campaigns which are happening outside Palestine? Look, what I will say, like I will say anyone who's working or who buying or they have any kind of project with this kind of authority or this kind of government, you know, that means he's agree about all the crimes happening against a humanity being in Palestine. That means he's supporting the Israeli soldiers to have more bullets to kill more Palestinians. That means he supports the whole Israeli bulldozer who destroy our school and our house, who's agree and who support. If we just respect a humanity being, everyone they should think he's under occupation because what Israeli they do. Because what Israeli Israelian government they're doing is not just against us. We are surviving and we still resist and we still learning from what's going on and what's happening with us, what's happening with our neighbors, with our village, to keep going and to fight. And we don't take any decision to go outside of our country, our land. But why people in the world at least they will not by cutting the Israeli products or Israeli academic or Israeli support or Israeli company who's stealing our right of water, our right of education, our right of health service. If you are just respect the idea of a humanity being, and if we want to have a world really have the really democratic and really freedom, at least we have to buy cut the Israeli government, at least. And we need, of course, the whole kind of support from international people to make even a pressure to international government who are supporting or who are agree about all these kind of crimes. Yeah, one of the um, 
the things people talk about here, um, the, the idea of staying um, on the land and remaining on the land, uh, even when there's huge pressure against them, when the houses are being destroyed, when their right to water, right to education is being taken away. Um, and um, often you hear this word steadfastness um, um, being used to describe the resistance here. Like, can you talk about what kind of drives people to carry on um, resisting against the occupation and remaining on, on the land here in the Jordan Valley? Um, like, what what is it that, um, you know, drives people to keep on resisting, do you think? And also another question I had was like, um, like what hope do you have for the struggle against colonization here in the valley just this two questions <laughs> <laughs> sorry no, 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 sorry about hope that it's not really easy to have hope even i hope that everyone they will hear my message you know it's not easy to imagine the situation in real life because it's every minute every second every day especially in the area what israeli created and called as a jordan valley area sea close military every day is people having different kind of challenging and they still resist sometimes me personally i have hope from animals from bird from plant from the beauty of the jordan valley from strong man that i'm work with or strong woman i see here how she's resisting to build her oven that destroyed many times and cooking her own bread for her family, you know. This is, they give me back more hope. Sometimes from international volunteers or international uh, movement who's supporting, it's from different way we can have hope, to be honest. And this is what even we need, and we need the whole kind of uh, really support. As I told you before, like I don't feel like we are just occupying from Palestine, and we are not just as a Palestinian still under occupation. But I'm thinking we are occupying from the whole international government, and I still the whole people in the world is still occupied. Which that means for me, if we don't have the freedom and our justice and our country back, you know, that's mean the whole people is still under occupation too. Mm -hmm. This is my message. Did I answer you? Yeah, yeah, you answered. Yeah, Thank you amazing. very, very much. Thanks for you. And yeah, if uh, if you're interested in finding out about Jordan Valley Solidarity, you can look at jordanvalleysolidarity.org. The, the campaign is asking for donations from people internationally as well. So if you want to raise money for the campaign, you can donate through the website or get in touch with the campaign to hear more about exactly. the, the Roots Project. Yeah. Uh, is there anything else you, you want to say? Um, oh, yes, I will ask people to come and join our resistance and enjoying our fish tables and our food, our, our natural. Mm -hmm. <laughs> no, nice. Mm -hmm. Thanks. Thanks. Amazing. Well done. Shukran. Uh